It's like I tell my sons all the time, the grass is greener where you water it most. That's right. That's where the grass is green. It ain't greener where you think it's greener. It's greener where you water it most. So get to water it. Quit bitching about it. Get to water (laughs) it. Quit bitching and start watering. Welcome back to another rep with Coach Steve Hagan. Thanks for coming on this show today, Coach Shram. I really appreciate you. I know him as Shrammer. I've known him for a long time. We've coached, we've actually coached separately together for over 35 years, which means I've been coaching somewhere and he's been coaching somewhere. We've never actually coached on the same team together, but we coached a camp a long time ago out in California, and we've just always stayed in touch, which is really cool, which is really rare too. So it's been a, it's been a great relationship. And um, I just want you all to hear how he's been repping it and what he's been up to. He's married, has two boys that are getting in their reps too, man. They're, they're playing ball. They're ballers. So uh, let's just hear how it goes, Tremor. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate you. And let's go get another rep with Coach Dave Schram. Here we go. Hey, man, I have uh, Dave Schram on the show today. This is really cool because we've been friends for, geez, I don't even know, 35 years or something like that. Yeah, been a long time. <laughs> Thirty-five years of coaching football. What the? What? <laughs> Where'd you start coaching? I started coaching at the high school I played at. Was the very first time. My old high school coach. I got done playing, and I was back at San Diego State going to school. I didn't know, you know, at that point in my life, I didn't know what I was going to do. Yeah. And so uh, he said, "Hey, why don't you come out and, and help us coach?" And so I started coaching and. You know, from that point on, I figured, well, I'll just be a PE teacher and a high school coach. That's and, not uh, all bad, bro. <laughs> yeah, and then I got talked into being a GA in San Diego State, and I made the biggest the mistake of my life. I got into college coaching, and, you know, th- th- then you start bouncing around and doing all the other stuff. So, yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah. It's that, not a that, big that, mistake. It's, 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 just a, it's just a different path, you know. It's just a different Yeah, path. it's a different path, no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Some guys are – in that high school rank, you know, and and um, they're always looking over that fence, going that grass is green. Right. No Sometimes, doubt. There were no times doubt. in my career I'd look back and go, "Man, I wonder what it'd be like if I just stayed at that high school for, <laughs> you know, where." Right. It's like I tell my sons all the time: the grass is greener where you water it most. That's right. That's where the grass is green. It ain't greener where you think it's greener. It's greener where you water it most. So get to water. Quit bitching about it. Get to watering. <laughs> Quit bitching and start watering. That's well, exactly can... right. <laughs> hey man, so you were at San Diego State. Let, go through that story. How, how long were you there, and who were you coaching with? Well, when I first got hired, I got hired. Uh, well, like I said, I was in school in uh, getting my degree to be a teacher, and um, actually, I was getting my my degree in physical education, and then my plan was to go to get my teaching credential and. Uh, a f- friend of mine that was a GA on the staff, I'd worked a couple camps. They said, hey, you know, uh, Coach Denny Stoles was the head coach there. He was interested in hiring me as a GA. I didn't even know what that meant. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I, GA. What, I, I, hear you, man. I totally hear and, you. And so, you know, he just said, hey, basically, you're like an apprentice. And, and uh, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you do whatever you they have, tell you to do. Do whatever, do whatever they tell you to do. Exactly right. Sometimes you I go said, wash yeah. their car. Sometimes you go walk their dog. <laughs> yeah, get their dry cleaning. Whatever they got, they got to have it doing. Oh man! So I, I just said, no, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm good. I'm gonna uh, get my teacher credential. And he said, and I didn't know that you got a scholarship. They, they paid for it. Yeah. He goes, well, yeah, that they'll pay for you to do that. And I said, really? 
And he said, yeah. And I said, okay, well, yeah, I'm interested, you know? So I got hired and, uh, I was, I was in the spring semester yeah. and, um, a guy that, uh, um, a guy by the name of Dan Hammerschmidt who coaches the secondary now at, uh, Oklahoma state. He was coaching at Duke at the time. And a guy from Austin P state university went through there as professional development in the summer. This is like July. Yeah. And they were looking for a tight end running back coach to run the football dorm. Because as you know, back then yeah. you had football. Dorms, yeah. You know? And so Danny gave him my name and the guy called me and I ended up taking the job and get interviewing and getting hired to, to run the football dorm and be the tight end and running back coach at Austin P state university. Now, I mean, understand I'm 20, shoot, I'm 24 years old, maybe 23. Yeah. So I take that. I didn't even know where Austin P was. I thought it was somewhere <laughs> around Austin, Texas. You know, I'm looking at it. Back then, they, you didn't have you didn't have freaking the internet. So I'm looking no, at we didn't map. have the I'm Google trying, maps and all no, that. We didn't, have, we didn't have any of that stuff. So and and so I find out it's in it's in Tennessee. It's it's about 45 minutes northwest of Nashville in yeah. parts of Tennessee. So um, I, I take the job sight unseen. I'd never been. I never lived in the South. I didn't know where the heck I was going. But what the heck, right? I was single at the time and. You know, wasn't tied down, so I yeah. went, took the job. Well, I get there, okay, and I, I get hired the end of July. So we're, you know, we're a couple weeks from starting camp. Vic Sheely, who's now the head coach at Houston Baptist, he was our offensive coordinator. Everett Withers, who I don't know who Everett's with now. I mean, shoot, he's bounced around the NFL. He was the head yeah. coach, you know, for uh, you know, in, in, in college football for a long time. So um, he was our defensive coordinator. We have an interim president, an interim AD, and an interim head football coach. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't even know what interim meant. What does that mean? What you Welcome to football. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Just when you think yeah. you've seen it all, you haven't oh, even come close, man. It's crazy. So, and I, Clarksville, Tennessee was great. I liked it, but we, we were very good. And I knew that I'd made, you know, I, I better find You knew you were interim, to too. <laughs> yeah, we were all interim. We were all interim at the time. So I got I uh, I started reaching out to bigger schools and, and got another GA job. Fortunate to, to go to the University of Nebraska and, and oh, how coach cool. Osborne. And uh, yeah, Tom Osborne you know, was the head coach. Yeah, there. Coach Osborne and um, how was you know, that? And then, Let's talk about Coach Osborne a little bit. How well, was, it was it was it was. And phenomenal. you can't just tell me he was awesome. You got to define. Well. <laughs> Here, here's the thing about it, and you work for an icon yourself when you work for Coach Holt. Yeah. You know, back then, you know, those guys in, in, in our profession were, were bigger than life. I mean, those guys were like, I mean, you know, you didn't see them all the time. There, were, there wasn't all this internet stuff, when, you know, where you, when you see these guys on TV all the time and Coach Saban and all these guys, yeah. you know, there wasn't that much TV coverage. There wasn't that much, you know, there wasn't, 70 football games on every Saturday, right. you know, yeah. I mean, there, yeah. there was five or six games on a, a, a Saturday, you know, yeah. and, Coach and Oklahoma Osborne was, and Nebraska were on all the time. It, it, At least yeah. that's what I remember. Right. right. So um, coach Osborne was a very unique guy. He uh, um, is a very unique guy. He, um, when, when I interviewed for the job, um, he interviewed me. The convention that year just happened to be at the Opryland Hotel in Nashville. Nice, yeah. So I interviewed with him in his in his room, and uh, 
you know, we sat down and you and, mean you uh, didn't zoom? You didn't have like a zoom? No, we didn't have zoom. That, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Anybody that's been in the Opera Grand Hotel, you know, the guy said, "Okay, he's in. He's in this room, oh. and, and you can't find it." No, you and need going, you need a Google Maps for that. Joint. I got I got my coat, my sport coat, my tie, and I'm thinking, "Oh my God, it's like an hour before my my interview, and I'm trying to find the room, and I can't find it." And I'm like, "Oh my God, I'm gonna be late." <laughs> Luckily, about 15 minutes before, I found a room, and so it was good. But I sat down with Coach Osborne. We we met for about an hour. Uh, he knew my resume without ever looking at it. Um, he really he didn't ask me one question about football. He just wanted to know who I was, and yeah, you know, was I was you know my work ethic and and, and those types of things. And um, you know, he he let me know that uh, you know he had he was going to be talking to some other guys and and. Uh, you know, appreciate his time, but he'd get back to me, you know? And so, yeah. you know, I didn't hear, I didn't hear, I didn't hear. And I figured, well, he must have given it to somebody else. And, and uh, I got a call that Sunday from him. And he said, look, he goes, uh, we had offered it to another guy, but he's decided not to take it. So would you still be interested? And I said, well, yes, sir. I was, and this, this was on a Sunday. And he said, well, okay. Um, can you get here tomorrow? You mean you didn't like play hard to get like, I no, mean, you're at Austin no, P. No, you got a no, chance yeah. to go to Nebraska. Yeah. Right. Well, you're, you're talking to Coach Osborne. Well, Coach, you know what? Uh, I've been thinking of <laughs> not, no, not yes, no, hell I, yes, Coach. I'm showing up. Yeah, I said, I said, yeah, I said, I'll, I'll be there as fast as I can. I got to get a plane ticket and all that stuff. And he said, well, no, we'll take care of that. But the reason you got to get here tomorrow is your classes start tomorrow. <laughs> and 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 I said, okay, well, he, you know, I mean. Dr. Tom Osborne has a doctorate in education. And, and when you right. went to Nebraska as a graduate assistant, you know, you, you got your scholarship check, but your pay was your, your degree that you were going to earn. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, needless to say, when I left a year and a half later to go to San Diego state, when I got hired to San Diego state, he wasn't real happy with me because I never got my, I never got my master's Ooh, and I yeah, never finished yeah. it, you know, and, the, and, and a funny story about that is, you know, I, of course, I said, Coach, I'm going to get it done. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to. And he said, Look, I've heard it all before. Yeah. And he said, <laughs> yeah, my, my biggest, sure. my biggest disappointment is, you know, I mean, that's what I always told you was what you're going to get the most out of this. And, and you know, he's an educator. Yeah. And absolutely. to this day, to this day, when I and I saw him at the convention, it must have been seven or eight years ago. The first thing he always says to me is, "You never got your master's degree." He, he'll never forget it. You know, well, and I always feel like you can say this. Time. Yeah, coach, but I got a doctorate in coaching. I've been doing this for 30 years. Yeah, yeah no doubt. I know I don't have that piece of paper, but no, I don't want to, I, I, I don't want to dishonor that. That's, and you know, there is a lot of value and there's an absolute lot of value in what he has to say, but no doubt, no um, doubt about it, but it was an awesome experience. He, he was a tremendous leader. Oh my gosh. You know, man. we didn't have, you know, it was always interesting. You know, we didn't have a whole lot of rules. There weren't a whole lot of team meetings. There weren't a whole lot of, you know, rah rah stuff. I I don't think I ever heard him make. No, you just lined speech. up and whooped everybody's yeah, ass. You know? <laughs> and then I, he never had a big post game speech. He just said, "Hey, let's go do it and do your job and do it to the best of your ability." And um, you know, what do you think made him win like that? Why do Why do you? I mean, they had. Dings, Dine Cooler and all them jokers. Right. Well, that's why, you know, he built that program on toughness and and, yeah. he, and he built it on the types of guys that he could get, Yeah, you know, built on those Nebraska kids and those Midwestern kids. And, you know, we, we were able to go, you know, can you do that now? Can you do that today? Oh, I'm, can you I'm build sure it the way he can. built it. 
the, the, I think the problem you have, you know, and, and Coach Osborne took over for, over for Coach Devaney, yeah. who, who, was, who was the AD at the time. And really, Coach Devaney built that place, and, and Coach Osborne kind of took it over. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think you can if they give you time, but that's the, that's the issue. Will yeah. they give you time? And, and you got the transfer they, portal thing where yeah. kids get disgruntled but because they're, they're not whatever. giving you time to do that anymore. Because yeah, right. you know you got to you know you got to change the culture. You got to change your mindset in recruiting and how you go about it. Now we didn't have all Nebraska kids. We had great players from all over the country, you yeah. know. But the majority of those kids were Midwest kids, and uh, and so you know um, you know with an influx of guys from Texas and Florida, Louisiana, New Jersey, California. You know, and, yeah. um, and but but the culture was already set yeah. when those kids showed up and, and it was buy in or get out. Yeah. And um, and, uh, you know, so I was there right before the time that that they they went on and, 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 and won the national championship and, and Tommy Frazier and all those guys. Oh, man, and, yeah. and, uh, but but it was uh, it was a tremendous, tremendous experience just to learn football from those guys and, yeah. and the, the attention to detail and whether it was recruiting or whatever it might be, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a, uh, it was, I, the lessons I, I still use today. Well, that's what my next question is. So you go, so you moved on from there, you go back to San Diego state. And then from there, you know, just like all coaches, we, we go place to place and we take what we've learned at these places and install them and still them at the next place. So tell me some of those things that you took from uh, Coach Osborne and you just use to this day, like you just said, I use it to this day, you know, whether it's um, a thought or just a, a process or, you know, you said he instilled toughness, you know. Right. Things well, like one that. of the things, you know, one of the things about, you know, that, that I'll always remember about Coach Osborne was he was as big of an icon as he was, and, and, and you can think about whether it be the Nick Saban of today or the Dabble Sweeney or whoever yeah, right. it was, Coach Osborne was, in his mind, he was no better person or no bigger person than anybody else. And, I mean, there's honestly were times that, you know, I'm in the chow hall trying to shove a sandwich or something down my throat, you know, so I could get back to, to break down film. Yeah. You know, and he'd come over and he'd say, you know, Dave, do you mind if I sit down with you? <laughs> you know yeah super and, humble. you know it's like well yeah of course i mind coach i'm in a hurry you know what, what are you gonna say you know coach, and knowing, you pretty knowing, much own this place you can sit wherever you'd like <laughs> knowing that knowing that i know this there's going to be a conversation because then he'd sit down and he'd ask me about my family he'd ask me about yeah. how i was doing he he was genuinely concerned about me as a person yeah and and it's one thing that i've always tried to take in any any program i've ever been in i've always I, I'm not, I'm not come close to being as, as, as good as he is. At yeah. him, he, he was very genuinely concerned about the people Connecting. that he was around, yeah. you know, and, um, great leaders and, connect. Uh, no doubt. No yeah. doubt. Look in the eye and yep. very genuine and uh, just a tremendous, tremendous experience and person to be around, but you know, I mean, toughness and, 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 and uh, the way you practice and, and how you compete and how you play, yeah. you know, those things were, were, critical you know here's another quick story i'm brand new there and we're going to start winter conditioning and they had built an indoor facility um there you know they used to practice in the in the bowels of the state they got soft when they built that indoor didn't they well so so well coach osborne only used it for recruiting and winter conditioning 
So, so we go to we go to winter conditioning, and I and I'm in charge of a drill. I can't remember if it was a four cone drill or whatever. Yeah, right. So I get over there an hour before because I got I'm making sure the drill's set up and how I'm going to teach them to, to you know to run it and to do all these things and you know the strength coach had given me you know what exactly the drills to do and all that stuff. So these guys start showing up. And I'm looking around, I'm going, some guys are wearing cut-off jeans, some guys are wearing sweats, some guys are wearing gray shorts, whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, am I in the wrong place? This looks like a PE class. So these guys, and, and sure enough, it was a football team, but there wasn't no uniforms and all that other stuff to, to yeah. work out. Just, some guys took their shirts off, some guys went, they stretched. And I'm, I'm thinking, what is, this is not as, as, as regiment as I thought it was going to be. But when that whistle blew and the drill started, holy crap, you better get the hell out of the way. <laughs> those guys were going. And that was the thing that, that I still try to carry today. It's how you compete in practice yeah. is what makes you better. Yeah. You know, you can't go through the motions and during practice and, and think you're going to not play that way on game day. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and the, the, the culture that they had instilled there was it happens between the lines, between the whistles. Yeah. You Love know, that. when whether you're whether you're running a route or you're trying to knock the three tech off the football, you know how many reps they took in practice doing that stuff? A ton. Yeah. And and it was get after it. And, and the best players always wanted to go against the best players. That's right. And and that's what made them better. And it's and, a uh, ready or not, here we come mentality. No doubt. You know, no doubt. I love you better that. Better buckle your chin strap because we are going to hit you in the mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 uh, I love and that. So, that's what I love about football, Schrammer, because. There's a lot of uh, um, a lot of sports where you're not. If you touch somebody, it's a foul. You know, soccer. Right. They're renowned yeah. for flopping. Uh, right. Basketball, the NBA, or something. You know, they get whacked, and you know, a lot of things happen. But football, you can turn it on any game, and it's not one guy getting whacked. It's everybody's getting whacked. Everybody, everybody, and it's everybody. and, you know, it's a survival game. You got to be tough. Well, it, you be it is. And I think the owners in the NFL especially have gotten smart and in college football with, you know, some of the hits they're taking off the quarterback and some of the keeping the yeah. head out of the game and all that stuff as we've progressed as human beings to understand <laughs> that, you know, that might be a hell of a hit, but you're going to damage that guy and his family for the rest of his That's life. Right. You know? That's right. And so, so I think we've kind of gotten out of the Neanderthal stage of, of you know, some of that stuff. But well, I appreciate um, that too. You know, it's taken the game to a whole nother level. Really. No doubt. No the doubt. Athleticism, and, and so, it, it, I don't know. Maybe it, it was just me, but it, it feels like obviously guys are more athletic than when I played just because of the training and the lifting and all that. But, you know, when you can't tackle a guy the way you, you would have, you got to be a different athlete. No doubt. No and doubt. to it's, avoid a guy now because they're so athletic, you got to be more athletic. It just takes it to a whole nother level. You got guys catching balls one handed above their, Right. behind their backs all over the place you know crazy so it's just a whole nother level hey let me ask you this so because i have a story about this i'm not going to share it with you on this show but um when we got married we kind of got married similar times of our lives you know i was about 30 and uh my wife said what do you do <laughs> i said i coach football and she, she didn't even know that was like a real job you know <laughs> sometimes i don't even know but it, yeah. <laughs> it's so fun you know i just love yeah. doing it but tell me about bonnie your wife you got a great wife you got two great boys you know it's just let's let's talk about them a little bit when you first yeah, met we, bonnie and you were like she's like what do you do yeah well that's that's basically it you know and when, when we were older you know kind of yeah. like you 
uh, when we got married and, and, and we're dating and all that stuff. And, and, uh, you know, the, it, and, and it was kind of, it was kind of a, uh, uh, you know, she, she grew up in San Diego area. So she knew about San Diego state football yeah. and all that stuff. And, yeah. and, and so, but she didn't know the profession, No, <laughs> you know? And so we she saw married. you on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon <laughs> on the field or on TV. Right. She didn't know well, what happened so, on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. <laughs> exactly. And so, so, so we dated for a while when I was coaching there and then we ended up getting married. And, uh, you know, the, the thing she didn't know about it was after we got fired, <laughs> you know, and she, yeah. when she said not, well, now what do we do? Yeah. And I looked at her and I said, well, we move. That's right. And she we go says, find well, a J-O-B. She said, what do you mean we move? And I said, well, there's only one college job in, at the time in, in, in San Diego, and that was San Diego State. USD at the time was yeah. a really small school. They hadn't started. You know, nobody else was playing football. And she said, so you're telling me that we're moving? And I said, well, if I can find a job, we are. I got to figure out what I'm going to do for a living, <laughs> yeah. you know. We so won't if I go work thing. at the local you know, grocery store. We won't have to move, but let's not try it. Exactly. <laughs> So when, when, so when I got hired at Tex, at Southwest Texas State, which is now Texas State, you know, we moved to Texas, you know, and that was, yeah. it was a big deal. Our, our, our sons were, shoot, they were a little over a year, uh, yeah, a year and a half old. Yeah. And uh, we're uprooting and we're moving to San Marcos, Texas. And, uh, you know, and it was, that was the big, that was the biggest shock and growth. It's like oh, all yeah. the stuff. Yeah. You know, because her family was still in California and mine was in California and we're yep. moving someplace where she didn't know anybody and she didn't Taking have a, babies away from their grandpa yeah. and grandmas. Yeah. And, 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 you know, she didn't have a certain, you know, coaches' wives are, are, are phenomenal. Oh, and, man, and, yeah. but, but it's a, it's a very unique uh, undertaking because you're, you're not like any of your neighbors, like, you know, the, the no. guy next door, you know, he sells insurance or he's a teacher or yeah. he, he, he works at the bank or whatever. And he's always home at five to be with his kids or be with. And we don't talk about their jobs. I don't talk about the insurance yeah. guy's job. It's not no, on no TV. Doubt. I don't watch it. I don't yeah. get together and drink beers with my buddies and watch the guy sell insurance. Right. <laughs> so they all do it. They so, all watch our job though. Well, but, but, and that's the thing too. It's like, so the, the, really the only connectivity they have is with other coaches wise, yeah, yeah. you know? And so you try to get them together as best you can when you join a new staff and, yeah. and it's, uh, and, and then all of a sudden you're moving again, you know? know. And, and it's, 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 it's a uh, very it's, resilient. They're very, yeah, resilient. no doubt. Yeah. No Which doubt. makes them so no. special, you know, cause yeah, they, no they got to, uh, they just got to connect to the community you know, we're, when we get the job, we're already in a community. We're in a right. community of our coaches and we're, we're engulfed in that yep. daily no for hours and hours and hours, but they gotta be, they gotta get assimilate into the community, whatever community, right. whether it's San Marcos, Texas, or, you know, wherever you go. And right. they're so resilient. They do such a great job. And keep no the kids going in different games. They raise the kids and they take care, you know, it's, 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 uh, yeah. it's, 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 uh, you know, it's a, it's tough. It's tough life, you know, because especially nowadays you're bouncing all over all yeah. the time. Now, yeah. That's not know? for everybody. I mean, I, I was lucky. I, I worked at San Diego state for 12 years and only the last part was it, you know, when we were together Yeah. and I was at Utah for, for seven, I was yeah. at Fresno state for four, 
you know, and I've never really been one to bounce around and look around. I, I you know, I, I just was, it really was never, I didn't really care where I was coaching. I just wanted to be coaching and, yeah, right. and uh, like the guys I was with. And, um, uh, but, um, you know, we were fortunate because, you know, even four years nowadays to be at a place is, is, is unheard of. Oh yeah. You know, most of these guys are, are they're, they're bouncing from one job to the next because coaches are getting fired every year and, the head guy may have a five-year contract, but you know that that doesn't trickle down to the assistant. Everybody coaches. else got a five-minute contract. Exactly. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> yeah, that's you know it's it's a it's not for everybody, but I'll tell you a, a quick story. So my youngest son is seventeen, and last year they won the state championship. This year they played they played for it. They lost in the semifinal game. And we were over in Chattanooga. I live over here in Franklin, Tennessee, which is just South of Nashville. So we were in Chattanooga. It was about an hour and a half drive, two hour drive from our place. And it's late and it was a cold night. And it was about 11 o'clock or so we're coming home. It's just Amy and I in the car, I think. And, uh, she's kind of real quiet, you know, and I know we lost, we lost the game. And I was thinking, um, I, I looked over, I said, you all right. You know, I was thinking she was like, sorrowful over the loss of you know soren playing his last game she goes yeah i'm all right and i'm like what's on your mind she goes this is like the last football game that we're like really going to all our kids are growing up and graduate you know we got four kids three boys and i'm like no way i almost almost crashed the car i was like you went from what the heck do you do for a living to man i'm gonna miss this yeah Right. So, you know, yeah. it's, that's what happens. You know, it's just, it's a, uh, it becomes part of your fabric of your family and your, yeah. and your team, you know, your team, your boys, yeah. you know, your boys played at Clovis East. Was it Clovis West? West. Clovis yeah, West, yeah. West was a football powerhouse. I don't know if they still are, but um, you know, in Fresno and went on college and played baseball and football and doing great, you know, Yep. It yep. becomes part of the fabric of your family and your team. No doubt. No yeah. doubt. And we, and we, you know, and, and, and it'll be interesting because, you know, we still, you know, Bonnie, she's still back in Utah. So she, she goes to every one of DJ's games at Boise state and she gets as many baseball, all, all the baseball games that Dusty plays down at, in Salt Lake, but the ones that, that he travels to that are at least in yeah. the region she gets to, but you're right. Someday that's going to end, you know, it's going <laughs> to end pretty soon, you know, I know. So it's uh, it, it's amazing. You know, and 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 we're gonna have know, to have some grandkids getting some getting their game on, man. <laughs> so we got something to do. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna need something to do. Something, something, something. So that's pretty cool, though. But so now you are down at IMG. At, at IMG Academy, yeah, I got hired here in July of last year. Yeah, I'm the offensive coordinator for our national team. Great, and it's 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 been. Well, a let's talk about that experience. real quick because IMG is um it's a i've been down there like you and i had talked i've been down there a number of times coaching different kids and and guys that are trying to make it in the nfl and stuff but they have a high school football team and most everybody that's listening to this show knows that but not everybody does i think you have three teams down there don't you you have a travel well, we have, team, a national well, travel we have, team? yeah we have four teams we have four teams okay so so we have two teams that are that are regular high school teams that play local they don't play in the highest level in the state of florida but they belong to the uh, florida high school football association deal and and they play they play other schools that are at at a smaller you know not the big time you know 6a schools and all that stuff they play at a smaller level 
And then we have a post-grad team, which is kind of like a, a prep school. Okay. Because this is a boarding school. Are those so all, a, are, they're all PG kids? All, everybody yeah, on the yeah, team? Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah, the post-grad team. Yeah. And there's about, there's about 35 or 40 of those guys on that team. And who do they play? They play like other post-grad or um, prep school teams that, okay. you know, that, that they schedule. Yeah. And then we have the national team that I coach on and we're a high school team, but we're made up of a bunch of guys that are elite, elite high school football players. Yeah. And we travel, we travel throughout the country and yeah, play. you go to California, you go to in the past, you Jersey. know, basically, yeah, they played, you know, they played in Texas and California this year. We went to Ohio for a 10 day period. Um, been, we went to Mississippi, we went to Alabama, you know, so we, and we get teams coming here, St. Francis from Maryland. Um, um, hang on a call. So let me. Real life is happening. <laughs> um, um, so that St. Francis team from Maryland, which was only lost at the end of the year. Um, you know, so, so we play against some, some pretty good teams, but teams from throughout the country. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, they've gone and played the, the modern days and the Bishop Gormans in the past. And, you know, those types of teams we played East St. Louis, Illinois this year and some really, really good high school football teams. And um, it's been a great experience. It's been a lot of fun. Um, and uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun just being around these, these young men that are, you know, they've made a sacrifice to go away from their home right. to come here and kind of our job is to prepare them for what it's going to be like when they go to their next school. I mean, we have, we have young men that are, that are going to be leaving this, this and enrolling this January in yeah. schools like Clemson and Georgia and Alabama and Florida state and Penn state. And, you know, and, and our job is to really educate them on, Hey, this is, how to be a professional this is what life is going to feel like yeah exactly right because so, img so is for all the people that don't know img is a boarding school and those kids school, they, they come from all over the country they come from minneapolis all, minnesota all they over the from, world yeah all over the all world. over the world that's right that's right do you have any and football so, players from anywhere outside of the united states you know, you know we do on 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 the high school teams yeah we, we have uh we in fact we have a quarterback from brazil uh, we have, we have uh, uh, one of one of the receivers um, on one of the high school teams from Mexico. Um, so yeah, we have we have guys from from. Did you ask um, him about how uh, football in Brazil is? Because I know soccer is gigantic. Well, well, that's why he's here, right? Yeah, right, right. He's got he's got a level football, and you know, there's probably no place for him to be prepared. Yeah, you know, unless he comes here, you know. So that's so um, true because yeah, I, coach, you know, I. I coached in Italy this last spring and the guys that really had a heart for it. I mean, everybody likes to play on that was on the team, like to play or love to play rather, but some guys were like committed and they're like, right. I'm going to America to figure this out at a higher right. level. Cause you know, this is the, this is the place to go. If you right. want to learn football because we invented the game and it just progresses so fast here, the coaches right. that are into it, like you and I, <clears throat> excuse me, we started when we were, babies basically you know right out of college yeah. that's all i've ever done my whole adult right. life is this and so you learn it quickly because it's not like your side job that you go to after your real job this was our job and this is our job yeah. and so those players like your quarterback from brazil he's like hey man 
I want to get better. I'm going to move to where you can get really good at this stuff. No doubt. Well, That's and as exciting. you know, you came out here and you worked with some of the some of the guys that were from other countries, yeah. the tight end from Australia and all these guys that are phenomenal athletes, but they know nothing about <laughs> what it's like to play real football, right? Hey, that's a compliment. You know? They know nothing. <laughs> well, but 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 in, just in terms of how to play. Oh yeah. And what yeah. what how to get in a stance and what how to, to put, put a helmet on. In, how to put a helmet on and how to put your thigh pads in your pants and all those things. Yeah. That, you know, I did a know, podcast. So- I don't know if you've ever heard this podcast, but I did one with Samus Reyes, and he was from Chile, basketball player. You got to go back and listen to that podcast because. I, I told uh, the guys there at IMG, I said, if we don't get him a helmet, he'll have no chance. He's never worn a helmet. Some of the guys had played a little football, like your guy probably played some football in Brazil. Some of those guys had played football in Japan or Austria. So they knew what shoulder pads and helmets felt right. like. But can you imagine putting that on for the first time? And then you're going to go try and make that work for you when you go to the NFL? <laughs> you get right. slapped around. Man. No doubt. No doubt. So. Yeah. So, so anyway, so it's, it, it's been a great experience. It's, it's been a lot of fun. We're in a, our season's over. We're kind of transitioning right now. Those guys that are seniors are getting ready to go to their school. And, yeah. you know, now we, now we got to replace a bunch of guys that, that are leaving. We actually had 23 seniors. Um, and so, uh, you know, we got to replace all those guys and try yeah. to build a team for, you it's know, like a college next- team, essentially, yeah. <laughs> in far yeah. as recruiting. I mean, the recruiting never ends, you know. Yeah. Even I coached in high school, and, and you still got to – we didn't call it that, but you got to recruit. Or you can't yeah. compete. If you, right. don't, if you don't recruit, you can't compete. Right. And no doubt. Every, everybody wants to win. No question. Hard to win the Kentucky Derby on a mule. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> hey, man, it is so good to talk to you and catch up with you. Yeah. And – uh you know, this show's called Another Rep. What does another rep mean to you? What do you think? It's your chance to get better. Yeah. It's your chance to get better. You yeah. know, and, 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 you know, you can't – doing it is, is, is the most important thing. You know, and, uh, again, you know, I, I, growing up as a coach, and my wife would tell me all the time, you, you got to quit being a coach and start being her dad because, I, you know, you, sometimes you, you have a hard time separating those two things. But I would always tell them all the time. What you say and what you do are two different things. You are what you do. And you, the only yeah. way to get better is to do it. Yeah. Do it, do it right, and do it again. That's do right. it, do it right, and do it again. And, um, and, you know, so to me, what another rep is, it's another chance to, to, to get better, another yeah. chance to do it right. And, yeah. uh, and so, you know, take, take advantage of every single rep. You know, my, son, my son's a, a linebacker at Boise State, and he's, he plays behind two really good players. And uh, he plays on all special teams and all that stuff. And, and um, you know, I tell him all the time, your job when you're not in is to steal reps. You got to steal reps. You got you to watch what the guy in front of you was doing yeah. and know, did he do it right? Did he do it wrong? Oh, he made an overrun that play. He might, might need to come underneath that, whatever it might be. But you have to steal reps if you're not getting all the reps you can, you can take. Yep. And uh, so that, that superstar is going to sprain his big toe one day and – your reps are going to come into fruition real quick. No doubt. And, and, and wasted reps are the ones that you don't take, whether it's mentally or physically. Now, when you get your chance, don't count your reps. You better make your reps count That's if you right. want more reps. That's you know, right. and so, right. you know, I, I, I don't, you know, we, we don't want to hear, I only got 15 reps of practice today. Well, how many tackles did you make? Yeah. You know, I mean, don't, 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 don't tell me how many reps you got. Yeah. Make, make plays and then you'll get more reps. That's You know that's how many why. reps you didn't get? Like 9,360. 
<laughs> you got 15. What'd you exactly. do with those? <laughs> exactly right. So yeah. don't count your reps, make your reps count. And, he, right. and he's done a phenomenal job. He's, 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 I'm proud of him. You know, he's, you know, he's done, he's done a really good job. It's been a great experience for him being at Boise state and, and being involved in that program. And, and, uh, you know, so, um, he's done a good job as has my son in Utah, you know, he's been grinding through the baseball side of it. And, yeah. Um, you know, you know how fast it goes because they're both oh going to be graduating from college here next this spring, and um, you know it's 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 amazing that that holy crap they're they're getting out of college. It, yeah, it goes so fast. It's like it's crazy. You know, yeah. I looked at my, you know, I'm turned sixty this year, and I'm like, what the. <laughs> it pissed me off actually <laughs> i was like where'd all that time go man i gotta no doubt. do something right with this so hey i appreciate you coming on this and um love catching up with you love having you on this we'll do it again and yeah uh, what we'll do you know what maybe we should do is like uh do the um post football uh bowl series you know who's gonna beat who and yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's get do on that. and do that so yeah. I got to be fun. We don't know. I don't know who's going to win any game. Who does? Why they play them, right? That's why they play it. That's why so, they play it. Hey, great having you on, and uh, let's catch up. All right, brother. Appreciate keep, you, man. Keep repping. I'll talk to you. Hey, best for family. All right, man. Okay. Schrammer, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate you coming on another rep. And uh, love hearing your story, man. Love it. It's uh, similar to mine, but different. And um, just, you know, all the traveling uh, transitions from this job to the next job and what our wives have gone through, what our families have gone through. It's just, you know, they're special. They're special to endure what we've subjected them to. <laughs> Sounds crazy, but really appreciate it. Again, if you like the show, subscribe to it, share it with all your people. And thanks again for tuning in i know you got a lot of choices out there so thanks again for tuning in to another rep and let's go get another rep until then i am out